This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. New York's biggest fan, Sports Radio 1019 FM, the fan, WFAN. Get ready, New Jersey, to World Poker Tour and Party Poker U.S. Network are teaming up to bring the state its first ever WPT main tour online event. The $3,500 buy-in WPT online poker open main event will take place December 27th through the 29th on the Party Poker U.S. Network. All participants will earn points towards the Ublo, WPT Player of the Year race, and a winner of the $1 million guaranteed main event will be crowned on a live-streamed final table. The winner will also join the exclusive WPT Champions Club, receive a seat into the prestigious WPT Tournament of Champions, and have his or her name engraved on the Mike Sexton WPT Champions Cup. Daily satellites starting at $5 are available to qualify for the main event's $3,500 buy-in. Players can participate on the Borgata Poker, BetMGM Poker, or New Jersey Party Poker online gaming app. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's make or break time when it comes to your fantasy seasons. Got to get these decisions right. Could be the difference between winning, losing. So we don't want to be going home quite yet. Let's talk some fantasy football semifinals edition with our guru over at fantasypros.com, the great Jason Katz. Jason, good evening. Good, sir. How are you? Good evening. Always happy to be here. Jason, the pleasure's all mine. If there was one player who kind of made week 15, or excuse me, week 14 from a fantasy standpoint and allowed you in advance, and if there was one player who kind of broke you from a week 14 standpoint, who are those guys when it comes to what you saw last week? Well, I mean, the guy that made, I'd say the easy answer to the guy that made you would be Derrick Henry, but that's not who I'm going with. I'm going with Jonathan Taylor, who I love coming into this year. I, I was on record saying he'd be a top-five pick in 2021. Then middle of the season, I started to turn on him a bit because they weren't really using him. And I know I should have stuck to my original guns here because, man, he has looked good. And he looks like a true league winner, especially with his matchup coming up this week. Okay, uh, so uh, Jonathan Taylor was the guy to make you. Who was the guy to break you? It's, it's a 10.1 guy. It's just, there's, just, there's, there's so many out there that kind of flopped. Uh, you want to look for – a bigger name. I mean, Adam Thielen was quite disappointing. Somebody that's been great all season. 
a couple other guys, obviously, who were disappointments. I know Josh Jacobs had a down down game last week, but if you hung on to him, uh, he, was, he was good on Thursday night. Um, one guy that really disappointed me, and almost us, but not quite, was Deontay Johnson with the drops really being a problem for him. And uh, Well, and you know what, Jason? I'm glad you brought up his name. I'm glad you brought up his name. So here's the dilemma. He's talented. He's had a great fantasy year, but he's in the doghouse. He can't catch a cold. Do you dare start Deontay Johnson this week, knowing that if he drops a pass or two, his rear end might be glued to the bench for the entirety of the ballgame? It's certainly a risk, and I can completely understand if somebody is hesitant to go down that road, because obviously, especially with them being on Monday night, because that's the most terrifying part is, you get some money tonight, you're like, oh, I'm down six points. I've got this, this wide receiver one locked in every week. And he drops past his bench, gets me nothing. That's a terrifying way to lose. At the same time, you know, I don't think Tomlin wants to bench him as we saw. He put him back out there second half last week. He gave him the, gave him the opportunity. He threw him three quick passes. He caught both of them. Deontay does not have a history of drops. This is clearly in his head. And you got to think that, that he knows that. And he's got the confidence of the team behind him. And it's something he can work through. Can he do it this week? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I put him out there. Jason, I had a caller about 40 minutes ago. Ask me point blank about the Dolphins running back situation, thinking I could, you know, give him some clarity. And I really couldn't because I said, you know, you got Matt Burita coming back. You have Washington there. You might have Ahmed in the mix this week. Um, and his other options were just terrible. It was Brown with the LA Rams. It was Le'Veon Bell. So basically, long story short, he has to start one of these Dolphin running backs. If I had to start somebody in that backfield against the New England Patriots, who's your guy? I'll preface this by saying that I will give you an answer. But one thing about uh, being a good analyst is to understand when, when you just don't know. And for a situation like this, it does not benefit anybody for me to come out here and say, here's what's going to happen, and here's my confidence level and whatnot. We have no idea how this is going to shake out. What we do know from what we've seen from Dolphins all season is they do not like Matt Breida at all. I don't care about him. So I don't, we're not really concerned with Breida playing. I believe that if Gaston plays, which seems doubtful at the moment, it'll be him. You start him. If he doesn't play and we have Washington and Ackman both healthy, that's a complete coin flip. I would lean toward Washington just because he's the one who played last week and they have no allegiance to Ahmed at all. But if Ahmed doesn't play and, and it's, and it's well, Washington and Brita, I'm, I'm going to lean toward Washington leading the backfield in touches, but I, I'm not expecting anything big out of any of these guys. And as you know, Jason, they got a whole lot of guys who were beat up this week. Parker, who probably will play. Grant, not that he matters for fantasy. Gesicki, who's been a beast. He is dicey. I thought there's no chance he's playing. Now they list him as questionable. But Lim Bowden put up monster numbers last week. I figured he'd be a lot of, you know, on, you know, waiver wires and he'd be getting a whole lot of streaming action and whatnot. Uh, are you buying the idea he could be like a late season fantasy guy or I'm not going to overreact here to one week? How do you take that? Uh, there's two ways to look at it. One is obviously nine targets last week. You love to see that uh, season high 71% snap share. On the other hand, I mean, if you're in your fantasy semifinal, you really want to pin your hopes on Lynn Bowden. You know, on, on, on our, on our yeah, it's tough. That's yeah. a tough sell, bro. Very tough sell. He's a rookie running okay. back playing wide receiver. It, it's, it's, a tough, it's a tough spot if you have to start him. 
I don't disagree. All right, now let's get to your matchups of the week before we get to a bunch of Twitter questions. We'll combine them into two, Jason, for the sake of time. Quarterback, the must play, the guy to avoid. What do we got for week 15? All right, I'll do this as quick as I can. We're starting Jalen Hurts. We saw all we needed to see last week against a tough Saints defense. He ran the ball 18 times for over 100 yards. There are no words. There are no words that I can say that will effectively encapsulate how much better at football Jalen Hurts is than Carson Wentz. Hurts was competent passing and he's elite running, which, as always, is a fantasy cheat code. Start Jalen Hurts. On the other side, we are not starting Baker Mayfield. Back to back to energy yard efforts. And I think we're going to see if fantasy managers want to chase that production. You got to resist that temptation. For as bad as the Giants are as a team, they have a top 10 defense. They allow just 15.9 fantasy points per game to quarterback. Uh, I kind of think they win this game in an ugly, low scoring affair. So I would avoid Baker Mayfield. Avoiding Baker Mayfield. We go to running back, Jason. The cesspool that is running back. I got to play one in a juicy matchup. I got to avoid one in a not-so-juicy matchup. What's the move? We're playing we're, Well, we're playing Jeff Wilson if we have to here. Uh, just to be clear, I think Jeff Wilson's terrible. I have no idea what the point I see in him. Every time I watch him play, it just I, I'm just completely unimpressed. With that being said, the Cowboys are coming up a strong road win, and I've been money on predicting Cowboys games all season. They are poised to face plan at home against the 49ers here. The 49ers will have positive game script or at least neutral game script. They'll be able to run the ball. Cowboys are terrible against the run. And Wilson has already been in the process of taking Mostert's job or at least kind of uh, taking the goal line work. I know Mostert's playing this week, but he's always hurt. And I just I, I like Wilson to have a solid RB2 type week. Jason, we go to wide receiver. What do we have on the docket at wide receiver? He skipped over the running back. We got a bench. I did, actually. That's my mistake. I jumped the gun there. So who's the running back we're benching? We're benching Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. It is hard to imagine anyone who drafted CEH is still in contention. But if you are, kudos to you, but you can bench him. He salvaged his day last week with five catches and 59 yards. He's just completely ineffective on the ground. The Chiefs are the past heaviest team in the NFL, and rightfully so. His last three games, 16 carries, 32 yards. A fake active where he torpedoed fantasy lineups, and then 11 carries, 37 yards. He needs a touchdown produce, to produce, and the Chiefs just throw the ball. All right, so we're avoiding Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Now we can get to wide receiver, Jason, yeah. so the floor is yours. Uh, I'll make this quick on the start because it's, it's Deontay Johnson. I just want to encourage people. You are really doubling yeah. down on Deontay Johnson. I feel like it comes full circle, the conversations we had preseason. Really, it finds a way to come full circle. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been touting this guy since last year, honestly. I, I, I thought he was I thought he was going to be the 2017 version or 2019 version of 2017 Juju last year. It didn't kind of pan out because Ben got hurt. But this year, he's taken off. I think he's really good. And I just, I'm not going to be worried about uh, about the benching, even though it is obviously a risk. We discussed that earlier. On the other side, Tyler Lockett. He is averaging 16.7 vantage points per game. That's really good. He's a fake wide receiver, too. I've been saying this all week on Twitter to everybody who, who, who uh, talks about it. Tyler Lockett has scored 41% of his fantasy points in two games. In his other 11 games, he's averaged 11.6 points per game. That is not good. He has been the wide receiver 40 or worse six times. He has just one game above wide receiver 31 since that 50-point outburst back in week seven. He has not been a fantasy starter for a while now. And if you can avoid him, you should. All right, Jason, we got a ton of these. So are you ready for a little uh, Twitter action, rapid fire? Rapid fire, let's do it. Let's hit him. You got to start two and a three. James Robinson, Mike Davis, Cam Akers. Who's on the bench? 
one of the toughest ones that I've seen. These are just three guys that are locked in with volume. I think out of these three, I'm going to sit Mike Davis because James Robinson's been too good all year, locked into the volume. And I cannot shade Cam Akers coming off a 20-touch game against the Jets when they're 17-point favorites. This is from the great Doug in Long Island. He needs a flexed wide receiver, and I kind of get the sense where you're going here. Um, so I'm going to take Deontay Johnson out of it. But Brandon Ayuk, T.Y. Hilton, Wayne Gallman, Edwards. One of those guys got to play, Jason. Who would it be? Man, that's tough. You know, I used to lean, lean running back here, but you absolutely cannot sit Brandon Ayuk. He has been a legit wide receiver one over his last five games. I think he scored at least 17 fantasy points in five straight. It mixed in with an inactive throw here and COVID there. But Brandon Ayuk is an absolute monster. He's a must-start. This gentleman lost Michael Thomas. He's got two options. Starting CeeDee Lamb or trying to grab Russell Gage, Gabriel Davis, or R.J. Hamler off of waivers. Jason, as you being the resident Cowboy fan, it's got to be your guy CeeDee Lamb, right? Um, I'm not so sure about that. Uh, well, first, first of all, K.J. Hamler, i got to correct you there. Uh, oh, my those, mistake. My mistake. Yeah. Um, I'm, Lamb, see, this is what happens when you pull a burgundy, by the way, and you read it right off the teleprompter. I knew it was <laughs> K.J. Hamler. I literally read it right off the prompter, and I get what I deserve, Jason. That's the way it goes. That's all right. Uh, so, C.D. Lamb, what are we trying to do here? I mean, his, his cash count since uh, since Dak got hurt has just been a disaster. Uh, zero, four, 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 five, six, two. Uh, he, has, he hasn't hit 50 yards receiving uh, since week nine, and he's done it just just one, just once in week, in week in week nine since week six. It's not C, it's not C.D. Lamb with Julio Jones out. I actually might go back to Russell Gage here. Uh, he's hit 50 yards in his last two games, 15 total targets, a touchdown two weeks ago. I, I go Gage. All right, Jason, we got some quarterback dilemmas. Let's start first. AFC South, Deshaun Watson, Ryan Tannehill. What's the move? Oh man, it's a tough one. Because obviously Watson's got the worst matchup, but the problem with Tannehill, and if you look at what happened last week, uh, in a game where they faced the Jaguars, great matchup, obviously, they dominated through and through with Derrick Henry. Tannehill threw 24 passes. That's it. Yeah, he threw two touchdowns, which salvaged the fantasy day, but just 200 yards. And you got to figure at home against the Lions, starting Chase Daniel, it, it's just going to be uh, a, the Derrick Henry show. And, it, yeah, sure, Tannehill could obviously throw three touchdowns. We saw Russell Wilson do it last week on just uh, 20-something pass attempts. But it's, it's, it's risky to me. I think I'd roll Watson. He's got the higher rushing upside. Jason, I can't believe I'm asking you this question because this gentleman has two of these guys as his quarterback. Is it Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes? And, yeah, I can't believe I'm asking this question. It's absolutely insane. I think we had a conversation last week where where I said I, I thought that Rodgers would be better, but I would never bench Mahomes. And it's the same scenario for, for me this week. I think that we're getting this with the brief back. I think we're getting like an epic type shootout. I mean, again, this will not be Chiefs Rams. We'll never get that again. That's the greatest game of all time. But we're gonna get like a, like a thirty five, thirty one type game. And I, I I want Mahomes. Jason, Kyle Murray, Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers. Who's the choice? That's Kyler Murray. I know that he hasn't been as good the past couple weeks, but we're talking about a guy who spent 10 weeks of the season as a QB1 every single week. And generally, much like I would say for running backs when, when starting in a flex conversation, I want quarterbacks rushing upside, and Kyler Murray has that. Jason, final one, and this has been fun with the rapid fire today. We got a lot, a lot of questions. Rightfully so. It's semifinal week. Jeff Wilson, T. Higgins, Devontae Parker. It is PPR. Only one can play. Who's your guy? 
Unfortunately, I love T. Higgins as a player with Joe Burrow, not with Ryan Finley or Brandon Allen. Uh, there's no way you can start T. Higgins, unfortunately. So it comes down to Jeff Wilson or Devontae Parker. I have a real tough time starting Devontae Parker with two at quarterback facing a, a run funnel defense in a game that I think the Dolphins are probably going to lose in, a, in an ugly low scoring affair. I know Jeff Wilson has to deal with most of it back, but I'm going to start Jeff Wilson there. Thanks for being a Scrooge, by the way. Being a second guest to come on in an hour, tell me that the Dolphins are going to lose. I, I, I love you guys. Let me tell you. You guys, uh, you guys are really trying to put me in a holiday spirit. Listen, Jason, on a much happier note, tremendous job as always. Let's find a way you and I to advance into the finals next week. And next week when we're doing this, dude, for all the marbles, so you better be ready to go. Uh, I am, but I will say, this week, it, it, I don't think people realize it, this is the most important week. It's week 15, not week 15. Week 15 is the most important week. So I wish everybody the best of luck. And why is that, Jason? You win week 15. What does it mean? You win the money, baby. You win the money. The money's not made in week 16. It's made in week 15. He ain't kidding about that. For those of you in fantasy football leagues, you know exactly what I am referencing. Jason, outstanding stuff. Happy holidays. We'll chat soon, okay? Look forward to it. Great work. Jason Katz over fantasypros.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 